out. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Murder Incorporated. Can't figure out how to kill your victims this time? Feeling stale when it comes to murder? Try our new Murder 8 Ball with a variety of creative ways to slay. Only $14.99. Murder Incorporated. Kill to win. I feel like something bad is going to happen to me. It hasn't reached me yet, but it's on its way. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Roll the Credits, the podcast. The only podcast that faked their brother's death in order... Or no... Brother? Fake. What? Well, I, I was going to say, I was saying brother because you're my brother, but fake their siblings <laughs> ghost for, I don't know, the views, I guess. The vines it, <laughs> is what he was doing. I don't, yeah, I don't. Yeah. We're doing Lake Mungo. Lake Hookamungo. Yeah. This movie is vastly different from what I'd heard. Zach, real quick, before you say anything, can yeah. you describe to the, the nice folks at home what I'm doing right now? Uh sitting with clothes on for once yeah but what's the action i'm doing oh you're like nodding your head no because i i take it that you didn't like it i was hoping that maybe (laughs) i was oh no really (laughs) you thought that i didn't like this (laughs) i was kind of hoping hoping for what that like that a movie would happen you would sit on it a little bit and kind of be like like maybe i'm into it this is not a possession situation (laughs) anyways Lake Mungo came out in 2008. It was directed by Joel. You sound so defeated. Well, I mean, I, <laughs> listen, I'm not yeah. going to win this one. I also <laughs> didn't really enjoy this movie. Yeah, this movie sucks. But I have stuff to talk about it. Yeah, I know. I have a lot to talk about. Um, So it came out in 2008. It was directed by Joel Anderson. Um, You have, realistically, I'm only going to name four Doesn't people. Doesn't matter. There's, there's the fucking... Um, Oh, what the fuck is he? Like a medium or like a like a, a psychic, psychic healer? He's a psychic. They describe him as a psychic. He's whatever. Um, so <laughs> you have Talia Zucker who plays Alice Palmer, Martin Sharp who plays Matthew Palmer, her brother, Rosie Trainer who plays June, the mom, and then David Pledger who plays Russell, the father. And that's really. It's really Go odd. ahead, Zach. Describe what this movie movie uh, in inverted commas. Is IMDb about. has strange things start happening after a girl is found drowned in a lake. Yep. <laughs> There's not a lot of strange things that happen in this movie. You know what's one of my favorite thoughts mm. that I've ever had during a movie experience? Mm-hmm. Is I was when is it going to start? <laughs> <laughs> well, no. <laughs> I was sitting there and I was like, I can't fall asleep. I have to talk about this movie. Because <laughs> if we weren't doing this for mm-hmm. the podcast, I would just fucking fall asleep. Yeah. This movie's boring. Mm-hmm. It sucks. So I think I think it's better if we talk about what we liked about oh, this movie Oh, yeah, let's first. talk about what we like. Yeah, yeah no, totally. I'm, I'm assuming... I'm <laughs> no, <assu- dead> air. <laughs> I'm assuming you want me to start. Because oh, yeah, really- I, I totally want to hear you get blood from a stone. Yeah. <laughs> so... I, I like that this movie is kind of like... Obviously, it's found footage. I like the fact is that it, it... It is. It's more like documentary. Well, that's what I'm getting at. Fake it, documentary. It has like this documentary-esque style where like it feels like if you're watching like a... Kind of like a murder mystery documentary on like Netflix or like Hulu or something like that. Like it feels like it's very real. Yeah. And I like that aspect of it. It kind of gives off like... Not to the same degree, but kind of like a Blair Witch vibe where it's like it feels like it's a real thing going on. I feel like on. that's what they thought they were going for. Yeah. Which yeah. is fine. Is it? The images of the ghosts in the beginning, like in the photos, that was a cool touch to yeah, it. She just fucking stood there, man. No, no, no. Like like in the like the oh, opening the shot. Oh, the beginning. Mm-hmm. 
Oh yeah, that's something. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, that <laughs> like the old Stockholm photos of like, like when it was like the weird cameras where like a flash of like flame would go off and like yeah. you almost burnt your face off. The bulb exploded. I gotta yeah. change it out in seven hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, Come back yeah. to me when I have more charcoal. Yeah, that was okay. Oh Jesus, man. Okay, so you know what I hate. I genuinely do. I, I've realized this now. Like, mm-hmm. the fake documentary thing. Yeah. Not a fan. No. Totally. No. I, I do not care with, like, actors pretending to be people. Mm-hmm. And, like, I mean, that's not, like, any other actor. No, I know. That's, it's <laughs> but literally like, their job. I know. But, like, in the documentary sense of them sitting there and talking, because, like, I told you, too, man. I was like, fuck. Why does nobody have any emotion? They're just mm-hmm. talking about the events like they're reading it. And I'm well, just like, Jesus, man, they're all boring. Well, it's also supposed to be like almost like a year has passed. So it's like the grieving process has kind of like stopped a little bit. Like they can talk about it a little bit. Someone without can like, cry. Well, yeah. One person can cry. Yeah, they could have had somebody. They could have had like the mom cry. Yeah. And that would have been like enough. Or maybe to be like, like a, one little bit of a raised voice. Mm-hmm. Especially with even like the bollocks. friends, the friends could have like cried a little bit yeah. when they were interviewing. Something them. could have happened. Yeah, you're right. No, I I totally get it. Um, there is a bit of like liminal space horror in this film that I do enjoy. So like, there's. Fuck hear me out. Why? No, <laughs> hear dude, me out. Come on. So like, I I enjoy the fact that like the there are these like shots of like just the rooms or like a hallway and it's like a slow pan in as they talk about like alice's uh death mm-hmm. and it, it's it's kind of cool like in like i said like a liminal space type horror essence where it's like there's nothing in the room but like you're kind of like looking all around wondering like is there gonna be anything to it <laughs> okay cool dude come on like really like you're trying to like say that it's like the tension of being like, oh, my God, what could be happening? Yeah. But you know what the payoff for that is? Usually something happens. Yeah, I know. You know what this movie didn't have? Anything. Anything. Dude, I fucking, like, I checked out as soon as the subplot was of, like, hey, the brother actually faked these photos. Yeah, I was a And little... then they didn't explain why. Yeah, I was a little pissed off about that. Because, like, again, like, I'd never seen this movie before. I, I just, like, went off of, like... I, I had heard about this movie and it was mm-hmm. talked about of being like a really good like found footage film. Yeah. And I was kind of just like, okay, cool, like this this could be something. <laughs> I'm starting to realize now I should only pick movies that I've seen already. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> you can pick things that you haven't seen. Just, you know, we're going to miss sometimes. Yeah. Like this piece of shit. <laughs> like dude, like the fa- like I'm sitting there and I'm watching it half asleep mm-hmm. and I'm like telling myself <laughs> Most of these photos are bullshit anyways. And it's like, yeah. they literally do it in the movie? It's like, you couldn't even give us that of, like, they are real? Yeah, and it's I not know. until the ending, the fucking ending. Yeah. Like, if they did that earlier on of, like, oh, you faked this one photo, and the whole family was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And then they did, like, well, I didn't fake this one. Yeah. Like, that would have been, like, way cooler. Yeah, and then they could have been, like, this whole thing of, like, no, obviously you faked that one. Be- you're just trying to, like, trick us. And then yeah. it's, like, him trying to prove the fact of, like, oh, no, like, th- these are actually real. Like, I faked one, but, like, they're the rest of them are actually Alice. Right. And, like, 
to a degree, they kind of do at the end where it's like yeah, that's when they I, yeah. when they show like the the video of like her out in Lake Mungo with her friends, and she ends up seeing herself, but like with her face all deformed, how they yeah, found her, like with the uh, autopsy. Yeah, it's like that's okay. Yeah, like that, and it, it's funny too because like your wife actually came in at that point, which was the one jump scare the in the only, movie. You mean the only scare? Yeah, the only scare in the movie. Oh my god, it was so annoying too. It was like so loud and like mm-hmm. nothing happened. Yeah, I know, but uh, like that part was actually pretty good. I th- I thought like it was actually like a decent thing. You know, what this um, movie makes me think of. Hmm. This makes me think of like somebody tries to make Twin Peaks and it's just not weird. It's not mm. weird or interesting. Yeah. That's what this is of like, oh my God, woman died. Yeah. And then it's like, oh my God, she was such a sweet daughter. And then you find out she has like a sex tape. And it's like, it, it may, it reminds me. Which is me exactly of, Twin Peaks. Right. It reminds me a lot of that, but just not in a way that's satisfying. Yeah. Like, it's a cool idea to be like, oh my God, this woman died. And it's like, she meant so much to the family. And then they start r- finding more out about her. Yeah. That would have been cool, too, if it was like, oh, they start finding that box and finding out more of her secrets. And then it's like less of like a happy kind of like she's here around us as a presence. But now she starts haunting us because yeah. like she's mad at us because she, we found out more about her because apparently she had a lot of secrets. Which they they kind of do because like the dad Russell like at one point like talks about like you know days afterwards he went into a room and like actually saw her. Yeah, and he sat down in the chair and whatever, and he was just like, and she got mad at him and like pushed him out. Yeah, so it's like okay, like oh man, actually... you know what have been really fun? Huh? They fucking showed that. Well, obviously they can't because it's like. It's oh, it, it's supposed off. to be like a documentary thing, but yeah, they could have they could have had like it could have been like paranormal activity of like here's some cameras they set up around the house and it's like he just sits in there and then that happens like I would have been okay with something yeah I know because like the brother does like have his own like camera system so it's like why wouldn't he be like oh like I'm just gonna like walk through the house and like see what I can yeah. record but like the cheap reveal of that is like here's the creepy neighbor that like broke into the house to try to get the sex tape back. Yeah. And then it became more about, like, we're going to make sure that everybody knows that he's a pervert who, like, swings with his wife. Yeah, which then, in in term, kind of made it where it's like, okay, like, her soul can finally rest because they found out that truth about it. <laughs> what? Yeah. Where are you getting that from? That's what they said. You just stopped paying attention towards that part. <laughs> yeah. Like, that, w- that was, oh, like, That's the... fair for me to stop paying attention that, that was, like, the, the whole movie. ending thing was, like, they were, like, oh, like, we can we can now do it where it's, like her soul can now rest because like she actually was like a ghost in the room yeah because like when they were doing like the seance and like they actually picked it up in the corner of her standing there and it's like yeah i know like that's fucking scene yeah so it makes me think of like how like it makes me feel like the director was like somebody that really liked ghosts and then everybody just made fun of him (laughs) and he was like well i'm gonna get back at them and like put all the like the cliches, because you had all the cliches. You had the fake photos. You had the psychic that was bullshit. Like, he just lied to the family. Well, yeah, just to, like, get their sympathy. Yeah, and it's like, it hits all the marks, but it's like, it makes it feel like, then the director was like, well, I'm going to show them, and I put the ghost in the background, and it's like, what? what's the point, man? No, I know. What are you proving here? You know, funny enough, too, this actually... Jordan Peele was doing, like, a podcast, and, like, mm-hmm. they asked him about, like, um, movies that scared him, and this was actually a movie that, like, scared the shit out of him when he first watched it. I don't get it. 
I mean, that's your hero, man. You you yeah. love Jordan Pill. Well, you get scared at the fucking Van Helsing scene. Yeah, but that's like a jump scare. That's not really fair. That that's just like <laughs> anybody can be. But scared. no, you constantly get scared by that. So yeah. I get it. I know that like certain things scare certain people. I'm not going to disregard that. It's like unique to everybody. Mm-hmm. But like for me personally, there's not like the only thing that got me was the jump scare because it was fucking stupid loud. Yeah, I know. And it's like that's other than that, I felt no tension. I felt no like intrigue to understand more about these characters or these events. It's just like, yeah, no, I, I totally get it because like. That was, like, one of my biggest gripes about this movie is, like, I I enjoy the fact that it is going, like, a very documentary-style route to it. So, like, it feels... It's supposed to feel like it's, like, an actual story, like, going... Like, taking place. Yeah. However, um... The... The idea of it being, like, this documentary kind of has this effect where it's, like... Like, I don't know about you, but, like, I, I like watching, like ghost and like horror and like murder documentaries um but a lot of the time that ends up being that like i'm i'm kind of watching it like in the background not really Mm -hmm. paying attention to it yeah so for it to be like an actual like film that i have to pay attention to it kind of doesn't like give the same vibe to it well, yeah, but I, I think, yeah, like what you're talking about, too, is that like when you actually sit down and you focus on it, it then requires us to be able to start understanding more. We're piecing things together. And it's like this movie just doesn't feel like interesting enough. Mm-hmm. Like when it comes to certain documentaries to be like, oh, I want to learn what happened and like the lead up and, you know, like where everything is now. And it's like that's that's when I like documentaries where it's like it gives me something to be informed about or like it brings a story together. Like, this is, like, what yeah. the fuck happened in this movie? And also, too, like, there there is a problem with stuff like this because, like, it is in a documentary-style form. So, like, I can't really say that it's bad, but, like, it's just not something that's, like, super enjoyable is that there's a little too much exposition throughout this film. Oh, yeah, where it's between like, every character explaining yeah. every event. And it's like, they're not really, like, matching up. They're just talking about, like, what they have kind of, like, perceived from the family. Yeah. And it's like, nothing really, like, correlates to the fact of, like, Alice's, like, apparitions. Mm-hmm. It's just about, like, her death, which is fine, but then they just keep repeating the same thing without actually, like, showing anything. Like, yeah. if they did kind of, like, almost like a paranormal activity style thing of, like, showing a couple of, of uh, like, splicing in Matthew's, um, his own, like, videotapes and mm-hmm. having Alice just kind of, like, walk through, like, every now and again. Yeah. It's like, okay, like, we're getting something of, like, an eerie kind of suspense feel to it. Mm-hmm. So... That would have been way cooler. I also thought it was really, really funny of the fact that, like, um, after the death of Alice, there was, like, that little story from Russell where it's like, oh, yeah, like, when we were trying to drive home, like, the the car stopped working. Oh, yeah. But it worked in reverse, so we had to reverse it all the way back home. (laughs) I know. That was so silly. And it was kind of funny, but then I guess it was kind of like a metaphor for, like, oh, they're, as a family, they're backpedaling now. They're trying to, like go back to what normality was as the right. family. Yeah. I mean, I get it. 
uh, I'm glad that you brought up the other part too about like inconsistencies because there, yeah. it felt like that a lot of like here's a moment and it's like they kind of talk about it but then they don't really c- revisit it. I also think about like later on with the psychic when they were like, oh, we found out he was talking to Alice and he didn't tell us so we like deaded him. Yeah, and then it's like at the end of the movie it was like, eh, he came back around. And it's like they show him and he's like ruffling Matthew's hair and it's like yeah. kissing everybody and I'm like, the oh he's a fuck? he's a family friend now yeah and I'm like what happened like yeah. this is somebody that you were like I'm never if I see him I'm gonna punch him yeah and it's like, <laughs> oh. oh come on in we'll have like chips and guac dude like everybody like I think about um Russell's like coworker too mm-hmm. dude fuck that guy yeah like, I was so like he's like yeah you know like um. I could have said something, but I didn't want to, um, you know, pry into his business. And I'm just like sitting there. I'm like, God. It was also funny, too, because like you and I watched it with the subtitles on. And then we got annoyed because the subtitles just were like a minute delayed behind. So like we turned it off, but it got stuck the entire movie on one quote. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, well, that's kind of funny where it was right after like Russell is um, at his job. And it's like. Oh yeah, like he needed something to cope in order to get his mind off yeah, of it. Yeah, I, I think the phrase was like it helped him cope with his grief. Yes, and it's like how we at points too, we were just like it was just some random scene of like, well, the psychic was fake, and it was like, well, that helped them cope with his grief. Yeah, no. knowing that the psychic was fake, <laughs> but it it kind of added like a whole thing where it's like, yes, like that's the entire movie is just like dealing with grief, like dealing with the loss of a loved one, and it's like how you kind of go about afterwards yeah. of deciding like you know, how you move forward or how you kind of, like, stay stuck with it. Right. I mean, like, being a grief counselor, like, I understand that. Are like, you? I am, yeah. When? Um, like, a, I thought two you did years. Con- I thought you did construction. Oh, yeah. No, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I get it. Like, I totally understand, too. Like, I like the other parts as well of, like, the mom being convinced that the daughter was still alive and it's yeah. like they dug up the corpse again and it's like they had, like, the DNA test. Like, that's a very real... Yeah. a very real reaction to want to be able to get some understanding or closure or just, you know, like the den- the denial phase. But it's like, uh, nothing came from it. You know, it would have been cool. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, she's not dead. And it's like they open up the coffin and she's not there. Yeah. And it's like. She faked her death. But it's like the dad could have been like, but I saw her die. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. And it's like that could have been, I don't know. A plot? Yeah, something. That could have been, like, something spooky. Because, again, like, how we kind of talked about, like, that whole subplot. Because there's, like, there's three different subplots. To the over- <laughs> But to no the- plot! <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> to the overarching thing of, like, Alice's death and, like, she's she's haunting the house. Yeah. But, like, then you have the whole thing of, like, Matthew, like, faking the photos. And then you have, like, the whole thing of... um the the psychic like talking with alice and i did actually like that where it's like the last couple of minutes of it where it's like the last interaction with june where it's like he's having her kind of like go through and it's like she goes into the room and sees alice and alice um doesn't do anything where meanwhile it splices in of alice's last uh appointment where she's in her room and she sees her mom and the mom just walks away where it's like yeah it is supposed to be kind of like this omen of like they're seeing each other in passing where it's like this is after alice has died but like obviously she doesn't know that she's dead at that right. point mm-hmm. so it's like i liked that part of it but then again too you also have the other subplot of alice banging the neighbor that she was babysitting yeah which was kind of just like 
I don't feel like that added anything to it, and I don't feel like that was really necessary. Well, yeah, like I said, it made it feel like, oh, here's a secret. Yeah. She wasn't as good as you thought she was. And it's like, but that doesn't really affect the characters. Yeah. I think it's a big part, too, like what you're talking about. It's like all these things happen, mm-hmm. but nobody really feels affected by it. Yeah. Like even the part, two where it's like June's talking about where it's like, oh, I don't know why Matthew would fake these. But it's like it doesn't show anything as if like they have a strained relationship now or like you know like there's tension and it's like it just feels like it's something that happened yeah and then just to kind of keep things going (laughs) which in a sense you can be like oh like maybe that's just like how their family would deal with it sure like every family would deal with it in a different way like you know you have hereditary where they're like summoning deities and then you have this movie where they're just kind of like Eventually, we'll get over it. Well, I think that's funny because it's like that's what I was thinking about of like the dinner scene or hereditary Mm -hmm. of like her just shouting at her son. Yeah. Like that's what I was hoping for, like some kind of reaction like that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, no, I get it. I understand it. I am very aware of the idea of that. Like people do not tend to talk about feelings in certain households. Get it. Mm -hmm. I understand. This is a movie show let me know that then yeah that's the big thing that i think is true like what we're talking about it's like that could happen but convey it in the movie Mm -hmm. tell me like have the dad say like oh yeah we're just not you know like we're never really good at talking about our feelings like have something so then i don't have to sit here and make a movie yeah where it's like maybe a scene where it's like they're all sitting down and it's like they want to talk about it and then, like, Russell just gets up and leaves, and then, like, yeah. June starts crying, and then, like, Matthew just kind of, like, sits there. It's like, yeah. that conveys emotion. Right. It conveys something that would then tell us that, hey, this is how this family is dealing with this. Yeah. Rather than just still flat shots of someone's fucking face. Yeah. I feel like, like, ah, yeah, I know, this happened. I feel like if we had, like, a scene like that of just, like, literally a minute long, it would have mm-hmm. added a little bit more depth to this it film. It added something. Yeah. It would have felt like an actual thing like a movie yeah you know i remember when i watched movies before (laughs) you know it was like a horrible nightmare space i was tired i was exhausted from work it's like i'm just sitting there watching this and i'm like oh god is this it yeah are these is this a movie is this my (laughs) life and it's just like god i hope there's other things i can watch after this there isn't (laughs) it's it's just lake cucamongo for the rest of my life (laughs) so um yeah, in, in in total, it's getting like four and a half spliced photos. Wow. Yeah. Uh, three monkey, three monkeys. Remember how we were watching it, and it was like that shot of like she's in the mirror, and I'm like, that's a fucking monkey. Oh. <laughs> Why do they have a monkey on the dresser? <laughs> yeah, it gets three monkeys. Mm. God, yeah. this it's movie. Not, it's not the best. Um, it's definitely one of the lower things I've ever ranked a movie on this podcast. It was funny. I was sitting there and I was like, is this worse than Mad God? (laughs) And I'm like, at least Mad God was like stimulating. Yeah. Mad God was cool where it's like, it had a style to it. It like had like a weird story and it had a bunch of different layers to it all being shown through perspective. Yeah. But at least for that, it was like, I was able to watch it. Yeah. This was just like. It's fucking bread, man. I know. This movie's bread. And it's and it's an hour and a half long and it oh, feels, it feels like, like it goes, forever. Yeah, it feels like it goes on forever. 
Like when we hit the timer and it was like halfway through, I got like visibly mad. I was like, <laughs> "Don't you tell me yeah. nothing happened in forty-five minutes?" Yeah, but then, but then we were kind of like, "Okay, it's the last forty-five minutes. Something's gonna happen." Right. I was hoping it's like, "Hey, maybe it's a slow burn. Maybe it's like fucking uh, Saint Maud, where it's like everything happens in the last five seconds." And I yeah. was like, "Maybe that it's gonna be great then." No. Yeah. Three. It's fine. Out of ten. Zach, it's fine. Do you have a recommendation? I do, and sticking. Just tell me, sticking with horror stuff. Um, so I think it was like a couple of months ago I stumbled upon him. Um, so I follow this page on Instagram. Okay. Um, it is. Do you call I'll, the gram? What have you heard people call it the gram? I think that's stupid yeah, if they I hate do. That, but. That's like people calling like Twitter X. Yeah, you know, like it's what like oh, <laughs> like back in my day it used to be Twitter. Our Facebook is just book. Yo, oh God, Ooh. I wouldn't like that one. Our face, MySpace, all the way. <laughs> I right, continue. Um. So, anyways, uh, I and I'll like in the Facebook and Instagram post for this. I'll also put in the story like the actual like um Instagram page. Um, it's Roberto Diaz Arte del Cos. Um, Okie doke. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. I'm sure um, you're not. This podcast has proven to both of us that yeah. we pronounce things wrong. So, the artist's name is Robert Drews. Um, yeah. He makes some of the most haunting paintings I've ever seen that look so cool. He, like, and I, I think he also has it where it's like you can buy, like, prints of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm tempted to actually buy one because, like, they're very, they're very vivid. He he combines like this very like religious style of like old school paintings of like when when you and I used to be in Catholic school mm-hmm. of like religious figures, like whether it be just like literal people just like sitting around or like Mother Mary stuff like that. But then splices in this very like eldritch horror style to it, and I'm gonna show you. Just so in that way you can kind of like see like some of them. Oh yeah, I've seen these before. Yeah, yeah. these are nightmares. Yeah, like they're super, super fucking freaky. Yeah. Like really, really cool stuff. Like the the imagination that this man has for like making the craziest looking things that look so unsettling, but at the same time too have this appeal where it's like it's double unsettling because it feels like like something that you've seen before. Yeah, like I really what, appreciate what that. What is that called where it's like Uncanny Valley? Yes, we talked the about unca- that last time. Yes, the yeah. Uncanny Valley where it's like you feel like you've seen this image before but it's like warped and twisted with like yeah. like it'll just be like a woman like sitting there but it'll have like its throat up to like it's the top of its head is just a mouth and then like eight yeah. eyeballs and like tentacles coming out of its head kind of reminds me of that uh hb lovecraft story where it's like the guy makes the paintings that are like so haunting that you like run away in fear yes like that's what they look like they look monstrous and i really appreciate that too of like it's religious because a lot of religious paintings are also pretty graphic and cool Mm -hmm. and also scary when they're not trying to be where it's like this man's actually making horror out of something that like is kind of unsettling already. Yeah. So it's like using those combinations really just to like amplify and make it look crazy looking, especially to like 
the paintings themselves are so well done. Yeah. Like, I don't know how he does it. They look very lifelike. They look like Don Callis paintings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's a joke just for you wrestling fans out yeah. there. Just the AEW fans. <laughs> yeah, specifically. Um, so, yeah, Robert Drews, again, I will put, like, his full link in the, the Facebook and um, Instagram page. But I just really like his stuff. I think it's really, really cool, really haunting, and then still sticks with, like, the vibe of horror. Yeah. Matt, what are we doing next? So what we're going to do next for our topic is we're going to talk about jump scares. So we're going to talk more specifically about why jump scares are a thing, you know, like the pros and cons to jump scares, and for me specifically, why they just don't work. Mm -hmm. So that's what we're going to say. So, Zach... um, this I swear pod- to God, if you say this podcast is sleepy, take it to bed. No, it's like this podcast has, uh, like, we took a photo of this podcast, mm-hmm. and in the corner, you can you can see that the podcast is just kind of standing there. <laughs> so we need we need to see if this was digitally altered or not. Mm-hmm. So we got we got to stop it here. Yeah, we got to stop. <laughs> so we can really just put our minds to it and figure it out. Yeah, if I could just get in there. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you for listening. Now, Matt, death takes everything eventually. <laughs>